on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy Wednesday, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Hello, my cuties, and welcome to today's episode of KIR, Keeping It Real. Before we get started, I just want to say, we made it to episode 30! It's not real! I'm so excited, and I can't thank all my listeners for being so dedicated and supporting me along this journey. It means the most, and I'm just excited to be able to come on daily and share this light. So I wouldn't be where I am without you all, and just know it doesn't go unnoticed. And I'm virtually hugging and squeezing everyone right now! Wednesdays is all about the humping and dumping. So I'm going to be talking about topics that are related to sex and relationships. So let's dive right into it. I want to start by playing a little game with everyone. Today's topic is going to be really addressing common misconceptions about sex. I really want to be like a myth buster this episode and dive into the misconceptions about sex and how they're affecting our relationships. The game is pretty simple. I'm going to be saying a bunch of myths, and you're going to say if they are true or false. And we're going to basically address the misconceptions that are around sex in the heterosexual world, in the gay sexual world, just in every form of relationships and intimacy. And disclaimer before we begin, my goal today is to shed light on the major misconceptions that often cloud our understanding of intimacy, pleasure, and connection with others and with ourselves. Now let's get to myth busting. First myth, you can't get pregnant during your period. True or false? Bitch, you can still get pregnant. I did not know that. It's not as common, but it's false. Myth number two, gay couples can't have children or be good parents. True or false? If you said true, you're a homophobe. False! In matter of fact, gay couples can become parents through adoption, surrogacy, or other means, and they can be just as loving and effective parents as any other couple. Let's be motherfucking real. Myth number three, and also I just figured out this is not the best game to play because I already debunked them all. So they're going to be all false. Every single one is going to be false. I don't know why I said it like that. False. Sometimes my Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, all in one accent comes out. I can't help it. And I'm not sorry because saying sorry means you're a weak bitch. Don't apologize to anybody. Be unapologetically your motherfucking self. Myth number three. You need to have sex every day to have a healthy relationship. False. The frequency of sex depends on the couple. Quality and communication matter more than the quantity. Myth number four. Bisexuals. Bisexuality. Bisexuals. Individuals. How do you say that? Bisexual individuals? Bisexual individuals are attracted to both genders equally. Are they always attracted to both genders equally? False. Bisexuality is a spectrum, and attraction can vary in intensity and preference for different genders. Myth number five, men think 
about sex more than women. False! Get that stigma out of here. Both men and women are both horn dogs. We all want it. We have our own unique thoughts and desires. It's not limited to a gender. Myth number six. Gay men are more likely to have mental health issues. False. Mental health challenges can affect anyone, if not everyone, regardless of sexual orientation. Now, does such factors as discrimination and societal pressures contribute to mental health? Absolutely. Myth number seven. Once you start having sex, you'll know everything there is to know. False, my little crystals. Sex is a journey of exploration and learning. There's always something new to discover and discuss with your partner. If you feel like you are stagnant in that department, get a little creative. Have a little fun. Try something you've never done before. It's your way of getting in tune, in touch with your body and figuring out what you like, what you don't. It's fun to learn something new. We are designed to always want to expand and grow. So why not in the bedroom? Myth number eight, all gay men enjoy anal sex. False. Just like any sexual orientation, preference varies again. Some gay men really enjoy the anal sex, while others do not. Some women really enjoy the anal sex, and some do not. Some theys enjoy the anal sex, and some do not. Again, it's just like any sexual orientation, there is preference. Myth number nine, lesbians don't have, air quoting, I'm air quoting right now, real sex because there's no penetration. That's a big, fat, false. Sex is about mutual pleasure and connection. And there's many ways that lesbians like to experience intimacy that's beyond penetration. Myth number 10, you can lose your virginity only through penetrative sex. False! Virginity is a social construct, and there's actually not one definition. It's about how you personally define it and experience it yourself. Myth number 11, sex always has to be spontaneous and natural. False! While spontaneous sex can be exciting, planning and communicating will enhance the experience and actually lead to deeper connection. For all my couples that are busy and working and have the life of superheroes, because we all like to take on everything that we think we can, even though our plates are already full, schedule in your fuck time! Myth number 12. One partner in a gay relationship is always the man, and the other is the woman. False. Gay relationships are diverse, and there's no need to adhere to traditional genders. Because even for me... I have so I live so much in my feminine, but I also live so much in my masculine. I am a verse daddy. I love to flip it. I like to be on top. I like to be on bottom. I like to roll around. I like to try it all. But that's just me. The roles are always going to be non-traditional, especially when it comes to a gay relationship. It doesn't have to be orthodox. And even those that are in a hetero, uh, heterosexual relationship... It doesn't have to be an orthodox relationship either in the sense of depending on where you are in your life. For example, when I was younger, I loved being like, you know, the sub. I want the daddy. And now that I'm getting older, I kind of like, I like being the daddy a little bit. And it's, it's fun. 
for those that are divorced and are on to their second marriage. Maybe this one doesn't entail you getting having the big wedding or buying another house. Maybe this is more the traveling, having crazy sex, group sex. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just making up case scenarios. Gay, straight, doesn't matter. Partners can define their roles based on what feels right for them. Even for my family, I know there was the role of my uncle who took on taking care of the kids and my aunt who worked full time because at that time, she was making more money. So it was the smarter decision for the family. It wasn't about the gender. It was about what can we do to push forward and what's going to provide for our family in the best way. This is it. This was the best way to provide. And you would think, oh, the man should work and the woman needs to stay at home. No, it doesn't have to be that way. Do what works and what feels right to you. That was fun. I could do more. I have a lot more, but I thought 12 is a good start. I really wanted to explore these myths and still continue to explore them. And I encourage you, my listeners, to share your thoughts, your experiences. And if you have any questions related to these myths or ones that you want to debunk with me or want me to debunk, please comment. I think that I want to start making myth-busting I don't know if I like that. I got to come up with a better word for it. A part segment to Wednesdays. It could just be a, a fun way to be informative about the misconceptions when it comes to sex. Before I wrap it up, let's take a look at some eye-opening statistics that shed light on the realities of modern relationships. According to the study by Kinsley Institute, effective communication is consistently cited as the key factor in sexual satisfaction and relationship happiness. Gentlemen, ladies, speak what's on your mind. Talk about your desires. It makes a difference. A survey by OkCupid found that 64% of the LGBTQ plus individuals feel pressure to conform to heteronormative relationship expectations. My gays, my straights, just be your motherfucking self. Research published in the Journal of Marriage and Family suggests that couples who prioritize shared experiences and quality time report higher relationship satisfaction. It's not about the material. It's about the experiences. It's about what you are sharing together, a memory that will forever be in your heart that's worth more than any dollar. Even for myself growing up as a kid, I feel my family, especially my mom, made it so important for us to have always great memories and experiences. Even for Christmas, as an adult, she still, to this day, always gets us a memory. This year, we're going to the Jets and Dolphins game for Thanksgiving up in New York, and we're just so excited, but it's going to be a memory that lasts forever, and I just, I love my mom, but I also just love my family so much, and I think that's why we're so connected and so close, because we really do make time to spend with each other, and it's about the quality, it's about the experience. And yeah, maybe sometimes you don't have the most extravagant vacations or the most luxurious cars or most luxurious brand designer clothing. But at the end of the day, we have each other and those memories will last forever. Enough about me. I don't want to get too sappy. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm beyond vulnerable. I think that I share too much. If anything, I need to wheel it back a little bit. So let me wheel it back, wheel it back. It's essential to recognize what feels right to you and respect yourself, your body. Even respecting your birthright 
to explore. That's a birthright exploration. Explore my little crystals. See what, what works, what doesn't. What feels good, what doesn't. The only person you need to satisfy is your motherfucking self. So there you have it. T-E, here I am. I explored some different misconceptions about sex. I really want to hear from you if there's any other ones that are missing or anything that you want me to really start deep diving in. I want to make this a thing for Wednesdays because you know Wednesdays is all about the humping and dumping. So next week, I really want to start to explore ways to engage in sexual activities that don't involve another person and how we can explore our body, pleasures, and desires in a solo and a self-affirmating manner. So stay tuned um, for next week. Until then, when in doubt, don't forget to crystal it out. Follow me on social media at Thomas Herbert with two Ds because two is better than one. And I just made one for my podcast. It's Keith, like Grinder Keith, keeping it real. When in doubt, don't forget to rub it out. I will see you guys all tomorrow. Stay flowing and stay curious, my little crystals. Love you all.